Hi, my name is Holly Abadi, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I'm hanging here with Hallie and in the studio, and I'm super excited to be talking to you about your music. I got really hooked uh, as soon as he sent me your music. I got hooked on your voice. Oh, you have you. such an incredible voice, and I'm curious, like, what that was like, kind of like learning and understanding your vocal tones, your vocal ranges early on in your career. Yeah, I think my voice was something I had to work on a lot because it wasn't something that was very good in the beginning. It was mm. just something that I loved to do, which for me is rare. Like I never do things that I'm not good at. I only <laughs> do things that I'm super good at. So it took a lot of like performing and um, I don't even think I really got to know my voice until I started to record music. Mm. And once I got like behind the studio mic and I could really study the way my voice sounded and like where to put this tone and where to like bring it, bring it back. Um, that's when I like really got to understand yeah. my tone. And how did that kind of impact your writing process? Like, did you, did, was that something that you were understanding your voice while you were learning how to be a, a songwriter or like, is that something like, yeah. do you feel like songwriting even had any kind of impact now that you like solidified, like, this is what my sound, this is my comfortable zone is like. Yeah, it did. It, it kind of happened at the same time. I was trying to do this like bad, like pop thing. And I feel like if you're going to do that, you have to have a strong voice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of just like made my tone more like, I don't know. I feel like it can kind of be like a gut punch sometimes. Yeah. Like that's how I see it. So I tapped more into that. It's kind of like, I don't know, like Rihanna is one of my biggest influences tonally mm. or like Amy Winehouse. Yeah. So I think tapping into that kind of made my lyrics and the music stronger mm -hmm. and i could say more bold things and feel good about it yeah you know how does what about like when you get vulnerable like does that do you feel like that has any kind of impact with with the types of vocal tones vocal ranges like the way that you control your voice in the process um yeah i think it does i think vulnerability is a little bit harder for me too which is <laughs> just funny but um when i do a song that's more vulnerable i feel like people really like that from me yeah it's not something you get a lot. I kind of sometimes feel like I hit a point with like the bad pop where I was like, I feel like I'm hiding behind this a little bit and yeah. there's a lot more to me. So yeah, I can give you like the airy breathy, like singer songwriter too, and kind of mix that with like the, the hard tones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I'm curious about the, the latest single Miaholic because it's such an incredible track, but you know, talk to me about like going into the studio and creating this song um it's different it's a little different from your other stuff this is more i don't know yeah. it feels like more of an empowering kind of sound for me really but you know talk to me a little bit about that creative process and what really kickstarted for you I, I wrote that song it was like my 21st birthday or around then um my management at the time flew like me and my favorite songwriters out to miami and we wrote this song at like i think it was hit factory in miami yeah and um it was just something I'm trying to remember who made the beat. Oh, Cole. One of my favorite people, Cole, made mm. the beat. And it was something more like R&B, like cool, playing into this toxic vibe of like people say I got a problem, but like yeah. I don't really care. Like I'm obsessed <laughs> with this. Um, and it's a little bit darker too. Like even if you read the lyrics, I feel like it, it's a little bit darker. But um, it's tapping more into the like R&B mm -hmm. kind of space that I love. Yeah. Is that the space that you want to like try and focus on mo mostly with your music or are you still trying to test the waters to see like where that comfortable range or sound is like for you? Yeah, I I have I feel like 
R&B is something that I I love to do. Like, and not full R&B. Mm. I think it's like R&B influenced pop. Yeah. Um, but I love everything though. Like I love the guitar singer songwriter stuff for me, like the way I do it. Cause it's not like folk. I don't really, I don't think I'm, I'm cut out for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely. I I'm doing a lot more in that realm, but also like, I love dance pop. I feel like Rob and I were talking about this. Like, I think my voice really suits like dance tracks. Yeah. So I'm getting more into that too. I have, a, I have a, like a few unreleased dance pop songs that i feel like i could literally hear like playing at a club or like playing at a festival or something so i'm exploring different realms right now and i love them all yeah i i love that because you're right like your voice would sound great in that kind of scene that that genre um and that's usually like that's how i discover like female vocalists uh through like edm artists that you know feature these like incredible vocalists that i've never heard of before and then all of a sudden it's like they they have their own career. Yeah. So it'd be cool to kind of see that, whether it's like you featuring on one of theirs or them doing like a remix of one of yours. Like I'd love to, if that was the case, what song that you've created, would you love to see like, or hear a remix from? Oh my God. That's such a good question. I haven't even thought about this. Honestly, I think maybe if there were to be one focus, it's like an older track of mine. I released it in like 2021, Mm -hmm. but that one I feel like could be a club banger if remixed right, or even Boy Toy. Yeah, I think Boy Toy maybe. Yeah, I think I mean you. That song had so much success, like yeah. instantly. Uh, the writing process yeah. or the right the lyrics on it is just incredible. Like <laughs> it's like straight to the point, and yeah. I love it. Um, but you know, take me back to that studio session. Um, you also worked with David on that one, who also did Neaholic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, what was it like collaborating with David in the studio as a producer? Like, there's uh, maybe like three or four other songs that you've worked with him yeah. on. So like, are you at that level where like you just walk into the studio with him and just like we already understand each other? We just go, go, go. Or is it like do you still sit down, have a conversation, and then start recording or working on music? Yeah, I think the the recording process for Boy Toy was interesting because it wasn't Dave wasn't even in the room when we wrote it. I wrote that in my hotel room. Again, it was the same Miami trip. Mm. So it was literally like the day of my birthday. It was a successful trip. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting trip for sure. Miami was crazy. <laughs> Miami was too much. I didn't even go out on my 21st, but that's a different story. Um but yeah, we wrote it in my hotel room on my birthday. It was just like us like all on the same bed just like chilling like oh i don't want like i don't want a f boy like i don't yeah. want to whatever like a sad boy i don't know it was, and it just kind of was so crazy because i did not think that that song was going to be the one that did well because <laughs> to me i'm like this doesn't say really much about like me and it, it's so funny too because um I'm, I'm totally like veering off your question but i just have to say this like when people that I date hear the song I feel like they get super like wary and they're like oh my god like boy toy is that what you're gonna do to me and I'm like no this is not representative of who I am but um hilarious yeah no but David was in the room David was someone we handed the track off to him like a few months after and we were like hey can you finish this yeah and he did and Dave he's great now we're like we work together a lot and you know usually I go in with like something that's going on in my life or some kind of concept or some lyric that i wrote down and we like discuss for like 30 minutes it's like a gossip session (laughs) and then we create the beat he creates the beat while like me and like maybe some co-writes like 
think about what the lyrics will be. Mm. And that's how I love to do sessions. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that like you get worried when like you write about something and your exes think it's about them yeah. because I mean, you have a song Salvador that has a name on it. Oh yeah. And I'm oh, like, yeah. how does, <laughs> how did you do like, You know, how do you do that? And like be okay. Unless the name is, is just like a made up name type of situation. No, no. Salvador is a real person. That's a real name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it's a stage name yeah. for him. It's a stage name. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun <laughs> for me. Sometimes it's also kind of like, oh, I don't want people to take everything I sing to yeah. heart. Because some of it is just like for a concept. Some of it is like satirical. Yeah. You know, you can't take everything to heart. But, you know, I feel like when you involve dating, I understand like if someone that I'm dating is a musician and they're singing about certain things, I'd be like, what does that mean? Like, what are you talking about? You know? So I get why people listen to my music and try yeah. to like figure me out, but it's the worst way to get to know me. True. <laughs> like, I, it's funny. Cause when I first listened to boy toy, I like, I don't know. I just picture like people just like listening to it and like with a checklist, like, Oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, what was that writing process though? Because was this one of those things where like you felt like these lyrics just kind of flowed out yeah. of you or was this something that you were actively trying to be clever with it? it definitely trying to be clever. I think that whole song is us trying to like kind of be funny again. It's like a little bit satirical, yeah. but um, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can, you can interpret that song. Um, I know a lot of like young girls love that song. Yeah. That was a huge thing for that. <laughs> um, and it's an anthem. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. In a way, I think for me, it's kind of about like having standards. It's not like a gendered thing. It's yeah. literally just like know what your standards are and stick to them and don't like let people, yeah. you know, try to like run game on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. So that's what that song is to me. It's easy for people today like to just be okay with it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. It's all right. Totally. To settle. I'm with someone now. It's all right. Yes. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. A lot of people I know settle now and i'm like hey like how's your you know relationship and they're like oh it's okay and i'm like what do you mean it's okay but i'm not like, alone <laughs> like, yeah exactly like, all right exactly. i don't get it but all right <laughs> yeah me neither i don't get it either <laughs> <laughs> so now that miaholic is out like what what else can we look forward to like do you see any shows like in the in the near future like do you want to focus more on more writing sessions, more recording sessions, like what can fans look forward to? Yeah, I think I'm definitely focused on releasing um, music consistently because I have so much unreleased music that yeah. I really, really love and I really want people to hear and kind of get like the full scope of who I am, you know, because there's a lot of different sides to me. I'm a Gemini, yeah. <laughs> so it, I can go like a lot of different ways. Yeah. And I think it'll be cool to put that music out and have people like, you know, really understand me and the story. Right behind it so they can expect hopefully like uh music you know every couple months now hey it's rob again if you enjoyed this interview please follow for more and i invite you to head over to my youtube channel front row live ent where i have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists once again thank you for tuning in and have a great night